2: New message. Hey, girlfriend.
0: It's Carol from jury duty. We never actually spoke, but I saw you ordered the same hoagie as me at lunch. What are the chances? Anywho, I heard you just got a boat. We should totally grab some
1: hoagies and take it out for a spin.
0: When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year.
1: Do I want to feel the wind in my
3: hair?
0: Guilty as charged. (laughs) Seriously, let's ride on your boat. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Annual Premium for Basic Liability Policy Not Available in All States.
3: How's it going everyone? Welcome back to another edition of That Mill Podcast. Mill make it five wins in a row. Joining myself Omer, I've got my regular co-host, Mr. Mickey Simpson. You right pal? Yes, mate, you? All the better for five wins on the bounce, mate, indeed. And always as welcome to Mr. Kai Bennett. You're right, pal? Did you say five wins? Five wins. I
1: think think he did say five, yeah. Mad. Millwall yeah, no, won five
3: I've on the bounce, <laughs> form team in the championship, and only looking up. I mean, who'd have funked it five wins ago? Five games ago, I certainly didn't. Um,
4: Kai, what addition number is it today? Out of interest. Oh, you put me on the spot here. Is it forty-nine? Oh. <laughs> no. Think about Mickie. the number. It's,
1: it's 50. number
4: 50, 50. fifty. half century race. Five back. wins. Number
1: fifty. It, it's it's. There's a motive between it, mate. It's,
4: it's <laughs> there, mate. What's five plus one? Huh? What's five plus one? Is it, it, six? Means bad, <laughs> it means a bad. It means yeah. a bad. It means a bad result
1: for the groundsman of Blackburn.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, we're going to talk all things Blackburn, and obviously, more importantly, all things at Reading, as Mill made it five wins on the bounce. We're up to edition number fifty. This is only for one season as well so far for us. We're quite obviously, you know, patting dogs ourselves. Consistencies there, isn't it, Mickey? We're keeping them, churning them out and enjoying it, I
1: suppose. Yeah, yeah, it's all good fun, isn't it? Um, we're liking it. People seem to be liking it. We seem to get comments. We've had a few voicemails this week, so they go on the end of the show as well, including the uh, a friend of mine who just phoned up to call me a bellend. Um, so, yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good.
3: I think um, we all enjoyed the five in a row, some of us later than others, but definitely um, it was a good day out on Saturday and Like I said on Twitter, you know, we're the form team in the league, but just enjoy the moment whilst it lasts because this is Millwall and we seem to get a know-how to win games. But we'll talk more in depth about, obviously, Reading in part number one, which is coming up shortly. If you're new around here, be sure to like the video, subscribe if you're new on YouTube, and the same goes for audio. It helps out more than you think and gets up them charts a little bit more and um, makes Mickey a happy person. So we'll go into the first part of the show now and talk all things Reading. The first part of the show, Mickey.
1: Um, what do you mean? It makes me happy. <laughs> it does make you happy, does it not? Well, it does. Yeah, we're top fifty now in New Zealand, so that's 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 good. There you go. Um, and, o- and only yeah, you no, know sure.
3: that. Only you know that. So I don't know that, but you know it because you check them all the time. So it makes you happy to see us, you know, slowly regretting that. No?
1: I like it. Yeah, I like it where we're doing well because uh, a few weekends now we've been um, the highest ranking Millwall podcast, including Millwall's own one, um, which isn't bad considering. We don't get a mention on their show, so, you know, I hope. Um, Enough about
3: podcasting anyway, mate. As I mentioned, always Mil- best to be uh, the one- underdog. Mill Mil- won five in a row, mate. Talk to me. How are you feeling? 1-0, Jake Cooper. I mean, someone backs it on the weekend again. What was the return? Was it like 1,100 quid or something, weren't it? Um, flying and two back-to-back Jake Cooper winners, two 1-0 wins, defensive solidarity, two goals against in five games, eight goals scored. There's no stopping Millwall. sheets.
4: Me- Clean sheets as well. Five in the last eight.
3: Go on, Kai. Tell me, how was your day on Saturday, mate? And um more importantly, what did you make of the game?
4: No, it was really good. Um no, it was a good it was a good day. And um, you know, I just felt we we got there, you know, I think as a Mill fan, it's a bit of a, a you know, a bit skeptical and bit bit of a cynic, I guess. You always feel like the game against Reading is a tough one, you know, and you know, they're they're you know struggling at the bottom and sort of you know, that, that's then that's how you feel. Oh, you know, maybe we're gonna mess it up against these, against these lot. But I felt, without actually um, probably causing Reading too many problems um, in the final in the final third, we we controlled the game well. Every time you know we got we got we got our goal, uh, we had a couple of good free kicks early on actually that Jeb probably should have done a better with both, um, and then second half we just seemed to just sit back and allow them to come onto us. But it, it worked and we saw them out. And for all the all the possession that Reading had, I don't think they ever really liked scoring, did they?
3: No, definitely. I think the first half in particular, like you said, I don't think we came flying out the blocks. Definitely wasn't the game for the purists, but we definitely edged it and, you know, made the most of set pieces. And I feel like, Mickey, you know, we always talk about Cooper, his threat this season at times, you know, not necessarily disappointed with his performances, but kind of know he sets his own standards, doesn't he, Mickey? And we expect better from him. But the last two games, two match winners, two Jed one assist and all to go with that, just highlighting how important both of them are to this team and how we play.
1: Yeah, and it's good to see Jake it's good to see Jake coming back a bit. Juicy Jake. Sorry, we can't call him Jake. It's Juicy Jake. Um it's nice to see him come back and form because for the first half of the season he was having a few real dog shit games when he was he was, you know, really having a bit of a, a mare on some of those games. And it's nice to see him finally falling back into his stride. Um and yeah, and someone's got rich of him. I think the game before last was twelve to one for him to score in this and I think the person putting it around on on Twitter over the weekend got him to score first and uh, and it to be um, 1-0. And I think it was something like 135 to 1, wasn't it? And I think he put 11 quid or 5 quid on it. And I think he'd done it with two different bookies as well, didn't he? It looked like. So um, congratulations to you. If that was a real bet, congratulations to you, mate. Um, I wonder what Jake would be to score tomorrow.
3: I mean... Lightning does strike twice occasionally. I don't know, about three times in a row, Kai. Um, But more so with Cooper, I I feel like at times he's been exposed when he's played the left side of about three. Murray Wallace often played on the left, but obviously when Malone's injured. But in the heart of defence and just kind of in charge of, you know, being that presence and the physical dominance that he is in a character sense anyway, I think it suited him on Saturday. And he's seen it on the last few games. His performances have got better and better. But also carrying the armband on Saturday, it kind of... It felt like the first time I've seen Cooper anyway lead as an example and kind of relish the armband. And I think he spoke about it in the press, didn't he, during the weekend? It's obviously a challenge. He's kind of relishing and enjoying.
4: Yeah, no, definitely. And I think with Hatch out, it was really important that someone stepped up and, and took that captain's armband. And, and and basically, yeah, you did well at it. And um. With with Ballard obviously only young, Mary Wallace is I know Mary Wallace is, you know, probably I think Murray Wallace is older than Cooper, isn't about the same age. Um so you know, you could probably give it to either of them. But with Cooper being at the club slightly longer, uh, you, you feel like Cooper is the is the man for it. Um and I thought he did well. He marshalled that back back three really well. And Lucas Shaw, who is a you know, we all know what Lucas Shaw can do, he's a good player. Um he managed him really well. He, he definitely came out on top. He won seven aerial duels to, to Lucas Shaw's two. And then actually in fact he made 10 clean sheets, which was more than... Not 10 clean sheets. that's that be incredible, incredible was not it? Um, he made 10 clearances um to Reading's... Uh, which is more than the whole of the Reading foot team, but together they only made eight. So it was a good day for him.
3: No, definitely. And I think, Mickey, you know, let's give his due, mate. You know, five games ago after losing to Fulham, he said there's 17 games to go and we've got to make something of it. And we said it in the last show. We've got to say it again, like, the team's responding and then some. And, I don't know how we've summed across it, mate, but it's just a sudden know-how. And Kai alluded to it earlier on, you know, the second half wasn't great. If anything, it was dire from us, but we just kind of rode it out and you didn't feel like ready i going to score either on Saturday, did you?
1: No. Um, look, Rad's having a, a touch of luck at the minute, but somewhere, obviously, what we're going to um, at the end of the show, there's... I just wonder how much of it is he's doing and how much of it is just the team playing together uh, because it does look as if there's a unity now in that team. Um, You know, before the Fulham game, the team just didn't look as if they were gelling together, Um, whether or not injuries and and whatnots just forced them into it. But um, there's something there now and, you know, one or two wins, it it builds confidence, five on the trot, builds proper confidence Um, and going into it, you know, can we can we really go you know six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve you know can we can we just keep going with the wins? don't know um less you know in the words of Garrett let's just uh take each game as it comes and uh and see where we go from there, but yeah, I think for the uh masters of dark arts, what we had at Blackburn the other week um I think we need to beat them tomorrow.
3: I think I also want to give him his due. I mean, obviously, Blackburn, we'll talk about in part two of the show, but, Kai, I, for one, was purely expecting on Saturday, you know, a cautious approach from the manager in the sense that a phobia's just come out from an injury. I weren't sure whether or not he'd start him. I personally thought he'd probably think, I need him fit for Blackburn. I need him fit for Middlesbrough. There's no no requirement, so to speak, to kind of risk him and maybe bring him as a sub. And I, for one, was kind of expecting Evans to come in and play a midfield three and having Bury and Jed up front. But you know, it paid off in the end. Obviously, winning the game, and I kind of we went for it, didn't we, in the first half? And more importantly, you know, there was no sitting back and waiting for the game to come into us or come to us, so to speak. It was let's try and win this game and keep momentum going.
4: Yeah, and I think you know, don't want to sound cocky here, but we 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 are the superior side in the league, and we started like that. We started like the superior side. We you know we took the game to Reading. And the worst, the worst thing you could do against a team like Reading, who are struggling at the moment, is sort of allow them to come into the game and, and give them confidence, give them a bit of a boost. If you do that, then you're probably going to find yourself going one or down or, you know, or not being able to create stuff yourself. Reading did look compact. They did look, they, they, you know, they, they stuck together quite well. And we did struggle to break them down to start with. Obviously, we got, we got, that, we got that goal. And after that, I felt, you know, they're going to get done on the counter-attack here, Reading, because, you know, I thought they'd come forward. They really pushed them, which they did. But we didn't maybe use that as, quite as well. Um, but no, credit is definitely due for Saturday's performance. Obviously, Evans did come on in the second half, um, and Afobi did start. But I thought when Evans came on, it actually worked quite well. I felt that yeah. if the midfield sort of made it, was a bit tighter, wasn't it? And they were, they struggled to get their balls through the midfield they were doing before.
3: Yeah, it so typified. Familiar. I thought. Oh, all right, okay, go on, you go. Now go on, go on. No, something I was just going to say. I, I felt it typified the confidence in the team, even for the lead up to the goal. It was McNamara bringing the ball down, kind of, you know, on the run, charging at goal and having an effort on goal and a fair effort, a good save from the keeper. I mean, he had to tip it wide, but obviously, you know, that confidence, something we didn't have five games ago where the likes of McNamara get on the ball, trying to affect the game in the further forward areas. And, you know, that's important, obviously, to take note of, Mickey, isn't it? And it just shows what the wonders of wind can do to the confidence of the team. And also just the idea that, you know, they're backing themselves to see these games out because. Why wouldn't they? Because they're on the run of you know at the time four back uh, four back to back wins.
1: No, and also if you look at when the teams look the other the oppositions look as if they're potentially going to try and get onto goal. Literally every player is throwing themselves in front of the ball, the player, anyone they can to you know it's a proper team effort to stop those balls going in. But reading you know listening to reading seeing seeing some of the reading um stuff after the game and all that. They were like us, what, ten games ago. Do you know what I mean? We we can't score. We can't fucking we've got nothing on the final. What's the manager doing? Blah, 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 blah. I mean, you know, realistically, should should Ince have been playing as long as he did? He should have been swapped for the for the other player what can play down there. I mean their commentators and all that were screaming, you know, is it because Ince is staying on because his dad's the manager and all this sort of shit. You know, it's there's turmoil there, and it must be a question. The only thing I didn't realise is that, you know, friend of the show Alex Ray, he's their assistant manager. Um, so yeah, I'll probably give him a text in a week. I think I'll leave it a day or two because um, having a loss and all that, I don't really want to fucking wind him up too much. I don't want him fucking having a pop at me or anything. So yeah, he's he's a bit of a fucking a wee psycho Scotsman, isn't he? But no, I'll um, I'll have to speak to him because yeah, I didn't I didn't know. Was there. I didn't see that one. I missed that completely. Um, well, there were Miss
3: counterparts at Wolves back in the day, I think, in the Premier League kind of times. And also, I think he was, his assistant manager at, was it MK Dons, maybe? Yeah. Um, and, also, and also, he was there with him, I think, at Blackburn. So, I, I, I agree with you. I didn't see it. I was quite shocked by it. But then again, I didn't see Paul Hicks get the job in the first place, Kai. And no. I think Mickey, Mickey yeah. mentioned, obviously, about Ince playing. But I actually thought Tom Hicks was probably one of the brightest sparks on Saturday. I, I know, mm-hmm. obviously, I get, I get the call. Like, he's... He's into instantly scape guy because his dad's the magic guy. But I think, you know, they, I agree with Mickey. I feel sorry for Eddie in a sense. But at the same time, I don't really because they're a nothing club and it's a shit away day anyway. It's hard to get to with the four-mile walk I had to experience on the way back from the stadium afterwards, back to the um, train station. But I wouldn't be... I am not. I don't wish the club to go down, but I kind of want Derby to do the great escape. And if Eddie go down at the expense of it, so be it, I suppose.
4: Yeah, and I, I think it was controversial. Good. <laughs> no, it was it was a weird one because like I didn't actually expect him. I mean, it did because obviously he's dad, but if you look at the team and how well they did last year, the one of the brightest sparks at Reading last year was Jackie Mateo. And over Adal- Yeah, that's what I that, that was what I was saying. Madge. it was so weird. I expected them firstly, I expected them to start and secondly, I'd them, if they didn't start, to come on with at least half an hour to go. I mean, he brings him on with 10 and five minutes to go. I mean, that's not enough time to make it. And didn't pass. even
1: bring him on the right, though, did he? He brought him in the yeah. middle and he and he plays better on the right. All the fans were sitting there screaming, going, you know, you know, why are you bringing him on at all? Why are you bringing him on now with five, 10 minutes to go? And why aren't you playing him on the right? He ain't going to do nothing. But they reckon he could have changed the game if they had brought him on 20 minutes, half hour earlier.
4: Well, the thing is that they were just pumping balls up to him as well. And obviously, when you pump up balls to you, not even six foot. He's not going to win anything. Murray Wallace was, was winning everything against him. Coops winning everything against jow, and they just never really, you know, the way to, I guess, hurt the middle defence is probably to get the to get players running in behind, get players on the ball on the on the floor. Don't, you know, we 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 know as soon as a team pumps it forward to us, we think brilliant. Coops or Hutch, obviously Hutch wasn't there, but Ballard, Mario, just going to head the ball clear. It's going to be a lovely, you know, it's going to be easy for us, and that's that's what they want, and they kept doing it to us, and yeah, for us, we were we were buzzing with that, I'm sure. Definitely. And I think
3: um, I for one enjoyed, obviously, the stick Inces were getting anyway. The your shit and your dad's a clump was sung every time Ince touched the ball in the game. Um, and rightly so. And I, I definitely enjoyed giving it some of that. And I was looking forward to seeing that. Uh, but also, his... quite Sorry?
4: How about his corner.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's it. So, like, the stick definitely, I think, sometimes you think it gets players, but it definitely got to Ince in that case, I feel like. And I didn't see much of Paul coming out of his technical area throughout the game. So, you know, I think... You can even come and do he... post-match. Did he not there you go? So I think that tells a story. yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I think they, they I think it's a sore one to take for them, I think, obviously ready. Right and like I said though, I think you mentioned Ballard there, Kai. I just wanted to name drop him because obviously we know Hutch is a big miss when he not play this side, but we kind of hoped that Ballard would do this, but he fit right into that side on Saturday and didn't miss Hutch, but I think that's credit to Ballard where it's
4: due Definitely, absolutely. I thought Ballard was immense. I thought he, you know he did well against Sheffield United when he came on, and again he fits seamlessly back into that into that into that side. You, you you know I mean as Raoul alluded to after the match, he said if you're going to lose Hutch, you want Ballard back. Do you know what I mean? Like you know the, Ballard coming back is you know Hutch is a massive loss, but with Ballard coming back, you feel it probably a little bit less than you would without him. You had to play him, um, <laughs> I not mean, criticising Alex Pierce, but you had to play Alex Pierce there instead of Ballard. You know, but piercing you know he's a, he's a good, he's a great professional. You know he's good in the dressing room. Everyone hears, and but on the pitch he's not as probably not as sprightly as he used to be. And um,
1: he's you know, fucking I mean, old.
4: Well, he is. He ain't That's got the legs same. anymore.
5: Yeah.
4: I mean, when he first came, I thought he did a good <clears> job, <throat> didn't he? When he first came, and then that season that we nearly made the playoffs the Rowett, he was you know the, the the skipper in the back three, and he did quite a well a good, good job in marshalling the defence. But you know he. Ballard is probably well Ballard's definitely a much, much better player than Pierce, and he just he just Martin just plays butcha yet. Still questionable why you'd fucking keep him. Yeah. I mean I think they kept him for the dressing room, I I reckon. Because Well Rat needs to fucking sort himself
1: out and get himself a decent number two, then he can fucking and also to know I mean. give
3: Pierce Craig waste due. He came in at Coventry and put a performance in that we needed yeah. at the time. So like it's yeah. proved it's, it's proved some sort of value there, because that's three points more than you know we might not have had. Who knows? Um, yeah, exactly. And also like I think I'd, I agree with like the sentiment from Mickey there, why are we keep keeping him just for that pure reason. But also he did play a couple of games this season and he's done all right so far. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see him again between now and the rest of the season because you know what we were like with injuries, dropping like flies at the best of time. So Um, But what I wanted to obviously drop in there as well is, Mickey, suddenly we waited for clean sheets all season. And, you know, obviously we've always said we're a team that likes to be defensively solid. We've kept five in the last eight league games. It's just slowly creeping back into middle normality, but also looking dangerous on the uh, the counter-attack and scoring goals. Coinciding with Jed Wallace coming back into the team and finally his best form again. It feels like it is all coming together to, dare I say it, try and have a back-against-the-wall push for that playoff position
1: potentially, yeah. I mean, I'm you know, um, I'm I'm not fully in the same camp as you yet. You know, we've um, forgive him, Rarick. Yeah, he's doing great, and you know, I'm not going to moan about him as such. But I think there's more to you know the players doing what they're doing. I think a lot of it is, is that he can't have the team he probably wants in there, so he's got to part with the one he's got. And I think the players there are just rallying behind to try and prove a point and say. This is the team you want to stick with. You know we don't don't need to be changing it around. Don't need to be doing that. This is a this is a, a winning combination, um, and we want to fight for our place and keep our place. And they're playing out of their skins, um, and, and you can see it. You know they're not leaving anything on that pitch. They're, they're giving everything, um, and it's great. You know from what four games ago to to you know four games, we get that first win, and you like fucking yeah we'll result, and then we get the second, the third. And they just look as if they're getting stronger. And it's more of that look what we can do with this current team. Why fucking change a winning combination? But I, do I have faith that, you know, and we'll come to this at the end, we we'll come to this later on a bit more. But do I have faith that he won't result back to his tactics, what he's done before? No, I don't. Um, when everyone's fit, are we going to result back to that? I don't know. I'm not 100% confident that we won't. Um, but at the moment, yeah, definitely, I'm like you, I'll enjoy what we've got and I'll enjoy every minute of it and, and, in, and you know, revel in the victories. Um, but time will be my, I think time will be the judge um, and see how it goes once everyone's fit.
3: I think the jury is still out, but when you're on the back of five wins, you can't help but be positive, I think. And I get where you're coming from completely there, but also... You know, you say if it's if why change it? If it's not broken, don't fix it. The players are trying to drop like flies and the injuries are coming in. But thankfully, the players are picking up the slack, and we are, you know, constantly trying out these performances. And I think, I suppose, like you say, if we're winning, you can't change it anyway, Kai. Can you? It's a winning team. It's onto sound formation at the moment, and it, let that continue for as long as possible. And you're on mute. For God's sake, one show, guys, where we just can't be on mute, please. That goes to both of you. You're turning to Mickey Part Two over there, Kai. Come on, come on, guys. <laughs> I said,
4: at the actually moment, we're perfect, like, right? <laughs> at the moment, I said, we're like, you know, I say we're depleted, but determined, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. in the way that we don't actually, you know, if you watch us, if it if we, for the outsiders looking in, they wouldn't guess the amount of injuries we've had because like they're seeing we're winning every week. And if people got the, you know, we're, we would look at how we're, how we're struggling with injuries, I think it makes the job even more impressive that we're doing at the moment. So, it's one of them things that we've got to keep ticking along, keep trying to get players back, keep trying to you know make sure players don't get injured, whether that's you know, maybe don't play them so much or give them more of a rest maybe in the week. I don't know how you do it. The end maybe you look at that sort of stuff. Um but no, I think that's the I think that's the way you've got probably got to go forward.
3: You still got to look of injuries. you've got to think about you know, Hutchins out injured, Ryler is out injured, Luke Freeman's out injured, Michael Pifterbell's out injured, Shea Ojo, um Mason Bennett, Nana Buratane. Tom Bradshaw, Oliver Burke, you know, like the injuries are slowly stacking up, uh, but there's no hamstring injury to Stack Lovelace. whilst I'm reading out the squad list there, Mickey, so I don't know where that phenomenon came from, but he was, he was fit, and he came on obviously last minute as well, and the little Joe of he's only 16, obviously, is um, always a good chance to see. but it's, it is kind of, it's typified of classic middle, isn't it? You know, backs against the wall, and we're just kind of resiliency showing through, isn't it, mate?
1: that's when we behave that's when we perform to the best of our abilities when we are the underdog and you know the players you know have that little bit of of a little tiny bit of belief that actually we're not going to get beat and then they come out always has over the years and we all well, that that's exactly how it is but no you know let's um let's carry on carry on do it and then see where we go when was the last time we had five wins on the trot without Without a you know, without a loss in between, or without without a draw in between. I think it was April twenty
4: twelve. So what's but that also,
3: jacket? Yeah, been a jacket. I think was that the jacket, or was it? No, a totally. a, um...
4: that's the thing. Quest, Quest. I was watching Quest the other day, and they reckon that it was under Harris. I don't think it was under Harris. Twenty twelve oh, was 2012. not Harris. Like I, may, maybe they were including FA Cups. I'm not sure, but well, I'm just including the league. Also, also in Harris the Championship,
3: switch. isn't it? So I think we had a little streak under Holloway over the course of the clo- um, end of the season into yeah. the new season. So that was a good streak as well at the time. But I think under Harris, we might have done it in League One, but definitely not in the Championship. And I think, I remember us going on a good streak in the New Year time when we had Chris Wood up front, obviously under Kenny Jackets. So I don't know how far back state to or when exactly that was, but Probably it is that, interesting man. to see. But it, it might be that. But it, it, that's what I mean just savour it because we're on, get on the comments yeah get in the comments and double check it we probably should know our stats but we don't know them all so there you go we, we are human after is, all
4: it's the first time that Gary's won five in a row and I saw that. Yeah. We, 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 he was told that and he, he said someone said oh you know, I must be pleased with the five in a row he was like no I'm just more annoyed that I haven't won six yet that's what he said <laughs> <So> I, <thought laughs> I, we I like about it, it. About.
3: and also there's nothing like the end of game celebrations that went around on Twitter but also I think Mickey highlighted how um, together suddenly the fan base and the players are. And I think the players are loving it. And that just was typified at full time with the reaction from the players coming right up to the way and giving it some of the fist pumps and stuff like that. Things we all love to see as fans anyway. Um, I know I was buzzing over it as well. Yeah. Jed Wallace obviously coming off injured, uh, not injured, coming off as a sub and giving it to the Reading fans as well. But Mickey, the unity is clearly there at the moment. And I feel like. Going into a big game like Blackburn tomorrow, which we'll talk more on in a minute because we're about to move into part two. But it's a big week coming up. But the unity is there for everyone to see at
1: the moment, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, the players seem buzzing. There's good chat across social medias with them. You know, they're getting involved in stuff. They're, you know, they're doing stuff. um Yeah. As I said earlier, you know, how much is it Rowitz tactics, Rowitz thingy, or how much is it that? the players are, are out to prove something. I don't know. And we probably will never know. But um, let's enjoy it while we can. It's, it's superb. It's a superb feeling to go five on a bounce, clean sheet, to come from middle of the table to now potentially three points away from playoffs and potentially, you know, make a run. Because don't forget, we've still got two games in hand on most of the ones above us, haven't we?
3: No, I think it's, it's, such a, it's hard to read it. I think we've like got mm. one game in hand on some, no games in hand on others. And then we've got a couple got in, got in hand We've got two on, on Bournemouth,
4: though, haven't we, I
3: think? Yeah, but we're not going to catch Bournemouth. We've
4: got, we've got a game in hand on Blackburn. Everyone's got about four in, ga- in, four in, ha- four in games in hand on Puddersfield.
3: Bournemouth have two games 30. in hand on us because Bournemouth are on 32. We're on 34. The league table is such a mess, like, and I hate it, but it's COVID is.
4: Would you say sorry? Because of the COVID when people were playing. Yeah, that's playing. it. That's the problem.
3: But like teams in and around us anyway. We're all on thirty four, and also you know, like, like back to the unity point. Obviously, like we had the biggest gate of the season at home last week against Sheffield United. If we win against Blackburn tomorrow, I think there'll be and am- more sum on Saturday um as middlesbrough comes to town, Kai. And I suppose, like I said, just live in the moment and capitalize on it, and let's see where we we'll go with it.
4: That's exactly right. I think Borough sold out their allocation. We win against. I mean, to be fair, obviously we, we want to make it six wins in a row tomorrow against Blackburn, but. I think it's only Borough are playing tomorrow. But if Borough lose and we win, we can go level on points with them, can't we? Level on points with six. So if we win, that'll make Saturday huge. And I think the Borough can be full.
1: Is it just smooth if we brought the season ticket out well early this year? We have,
3: Uh, yeah. We Um, have brought out early, but I think capitalise on the moment, I suppose. I'm waiting for them to announce we're outside the new contract extension because if you're going to announce that, if he is staying surely on the back of five wins is now the perfect time to do it though. No? I, I don't know, Mickey, what do you reckon?
1: <laughs> no, I think it is, and I think the run we're making now is, you know, the price freeze and everything else. Realistic what you're looking at 350, 360 for coblo Lane lower. If we do make the playoffs and if we do get to the chosen land, it's
4: fucking not a bad price to watch premiership football, is it? I'm not it's a massive gamble from the club. I'm not convinced like I i I'm not convinced I'd like <clears> to <throat> I mean Obviously, I'd like. I mean, how, how he's doing right now. He's doing. He's doing a good job, Gary. But I think it's one of them curse things. You know what I mean? Like if you if you win manager of the month, you tend to go and, and lose a couple of games after that. I just worry about if there's sort of that like bit of a not a curse, but there's quite there's a bit of a thing behind it, isn't there? Where teams do that and then they lose a couple of games. I'd maybe to see it out to the end of the season and and you know put no pressure on anyone for it and just keep going, play a bit more freedom, I guess. Definitely I don't think he's saying, I,
1: don't, I don't. I don't think he's. His thing is up at the end of the season,
4: yeah, is it? I think it's up in
1: October. I think, yeah. What is
4: sorry,
3: Gary uh, Barrett's
4: contract. contract? He signed in October, didn't he? So, probably, probably three years to October.
3: No, there wouldn't be a three year contract with it in October. No, he would have signed a two and a bit year contract if it was two and a bit years. Otherwise, it's three and a bit years because he's they wouldn't let his contract run in October in case he decides to write down and leave in October. Then you leave yourself out of manager
4: and then they keep recruiting without like rebuilding, don't they, in the summer with Gary? So, I'll say anything I'm thinking.
0: This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm sorry, I can't operate on that vehicle. But, Doctor, you took an oath. That RV—it's my son's RV. Oh, Doctor, isn't there anything you I'm can— I'm not t- a miracle worker, Sheila. I'm an RV surgeon trained to save the lives of large, injured recreational vehicles, which is definitely a real profession. When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates covered subject to policy terms.
5: On August
2: 25th... I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that ever
5: been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson.
0: You're the heavyweight champion of the world. Young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down.
5: Starring Travante Rhodes. I'm, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you.
6: to find out if it's right for you.
2: Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. As much as they fear you... I'm really going
5: to have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu.
3: No, I don't think, I, I hardly doubt. I personally think if he is staying, there's a contract already sorted and it's just waiting to, for the ample time to announce it personally. But oh. we, would, we wouldn't, we'd never have a If we did, I mean, I don't remember ever, ever that being a thing in football, but if we had a contract expired in October, that'd be foolish, I think, for the club. On, I think it's
1: it's not necessarily it terminates not in October. It's a rolling contractor. So, as far as I'm led to believe, or it'd far be over as the yet, summer.
3: Like, surely, I'm not having that. I'm not having that. I'm not having
1: that. Am I wrong? I, I've got no idea. My source, I think, is a bit better than your source. But we will go for it. <laughs> I'm not. Have, I, I'm not. Nah.
3: I, what's your source? HP or Heinz, mate? I'm not. No. No chance. Whatever way I'm you want to
1: call it, a bit of mustard as well if you want, mate. But yeah, no. I... I <laughs> He joined in October, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah, did.
3: but then, but then that's like saying. And he had a three-year plan. No, no, chance. Tr- well, so, okay, so what? We're going to be winning the pre- win the championship in October, are we? That's when we're going to win the championship.
1: No, don't be a dickhead. Of course we're not. But, 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 I'm
3: just telling you, <laughs> three-year plan. All right, we'll be top of the league in in October and get relegated. At least he completes his three-year plan plan in October. Do you know what I mean?
1: No, I, I think think that's... these contracts are rolling things so i think what will happen is is that yeah he's there to look. he's got a contract for october whether or not it goes round to june or whether or not it, it gets refreshed in the in the summer but i think there's a rolling contract so let's even do a if poll we say when this pod
3: drops tomorrow morning we're gonna do a pod i mean we'll do a poll sorry and say do you think our contract if it expires in 2022 expires in the summer after the season finishes or in october and i if I'd be amazed if it's even more than 15% October, I'd be, I'd be amazed. I'd be amazed. Like, surely. Come on guys. Kai, please have a bit of logic with me here. He's
4: contracting mean, expired it, October. I mean, it does, it does make, I mean, I guess it does make sense, but. Kai's know, heard maybe.
1: that it's October too, mate.
4: Have you heard it's October, Kai? Well, yeah, cause I mean, all I, all I've been, like, all I've heard is that he won't be, he doesn't need to refresh his contract at the end of the summer. So, so that must
3: mean he has another year, then, in my opinion. That is bollocks. Right. I'm not. Nah, I am not having this. And if you, if anyone's listening to this, I mean, it does make sense. If it
4: is October. It makes sense what you're saying. It does make sense. It's bollocks. Yeah, it it makes perfect sense. sense. It does make sense. It's just, it's what just. Makes what makes sense? I, sorry
3: really to you, Mickey. Hmm?
1: What makes sense? No, no. What Mickey, you're, you're saying, saying makes perfect yeah, sense. What you're saying should be the summer. Yeah, it is. But he joined it's in October, so he signed in October. So in theory, it is October. But I mean, I don't know. I've got no, no idea. Um. Maybe, technically, maybe they
3: announced it was a two and a half year deal. So then if by that logic, it should expire in March because that's two and a half years. So his contract should be expiring now. Maybe that's why he's already got a new contract lined up and it's going to expire in March 2023 by your guys' logic, which is wrong. It's not, I'm not having it. Sorry, lads. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> uh, but anyway, guys, like I said, we're sitting in 10th place in the championship, 52 points. Um, exact same record as Nottingham Forest, who have scored a few more goals than us this season. Um, excited times, and I guess we should talk more about Blackburn in part number two.
4: Let's
3: do it. And welcome to the second part of the show. As mentioned, when you listen to this in the morning, you might be on your way up to Blackburn. Uh, this show goes out on Tuesday morning, and tonight we are playing Blackburn at Ewood Park. Kai, I saw um, Blackburn on TV against Fulham. Didn't look a pretty game for them. They're missing Ben Buretz and Diaz. And with a bit of luck, the snow stops and we get a game on tonight. And fingers crossed, we come back with another three points. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm going to sit on the fence and probably say it'll be a draw tonight. But we'll yeah, go, one one. go yeah, one, one, 1 1. Yeah, I'm going to go 1 1. 1 1. Don't worry. i got it all lined up here.
4: No, I think they, they're just clearing the snow now. So hopefully it'll be all right by, by, by the evening tomorrow. And...
1: Hopefully, the undersaw heating's on.
4: Yeah, yeah, hopefully, that is as well. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, and, you know, hopefully people don't get there 45 minutes before kickoff and then they put some imaginary snow on the pitch or something. Um, No, it's good, though. It'll be, it'll it'll be good. That'd
1: be a cum, wouldn't it? If you get all the way out there again and they fucking it.
4: <laughs> that'd be awful, wouldn't it? I, once was enough for me, honestly. Oh, God. They would be some fake snow
3: dispensers being, like, put Yeah, you know what? The, machines out are machines. It all
4: goes everywhere, yeah. You <laughs> know what would have been
1: funny, mate, is if Millwall fans had took tins of fucking fake snow. Yeah. That would be good. I mean, yeah. there's and no idea enough, for anyone that's going. Up and by. luckily enough, it's too late for Mill fans to do that. All the ones going up by the the coaches provided by the club, so we can't be held responsible for any form of fake snow being thrown on the pitch at all.
3: I debated that's... up until this morning whether or not I should go tomorrow night, but you know, um, not common sense. But my my mind got the my mind actually said no, you shouldn't go. But I, I was really tempted to go because, as I said, Mickey, like when Mill's winning and we're in the moment, like, you just got to savour it, haven't you, mate? And easy, then, yeah,
4: you've got to seize the moment.
3: Yeah, you have to, because these don't come around often, these moments, and I just can't wait to watch us play tomorrow, and with a bit of luck, you know, we ride our luck at times, and let's see what happens tomorrow, you know, I'm excited for it, at the same time, it's, it's just it's good to be excited to watch me all play, mate, do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's nice to be able to watch it, and, uh, and actually get involved in it, do you know. what I mean, rather than just sitting there going "fuck me," I'm going to go to sleep in a minute. Why, why the fuck's he not bringing anyone on? Oh fucking, you know, I he's brought someone on at 85 minutes again. Fucking prick. So yeah, no, I, I agree with you. It's good, but um, we need to turn Blackburn over tomorrow, mate. Just to, just to go. We, you know, if if we can stop the run against Middlesbrough, I'll be over the moon. As long as we can beat Blackburn and get three points for Blackburn, I'll be happy um, if we, you know, if we we ended that run against Middlesbrough. But I think if we can do Blackburn, then I think realistically we can do Middlesbrough as well.
3: It's just highlighting what a huge week it is, Kai, coming up, isn't it, mate? And we knew it on Saturday. I think if I said to myself before, Reading, if we took six out of nine, I'd be over the moon. We've got three, and now we've got the six, six points coming up now. I mean, I don't want to be greedy, but, you know, if we come out this week unbeaten, just say, even if we win Saturday, just go on and we draw the next two games, I don't think we will the end of the world. We just can't afford, I think, to lose both games this week, if, if that feels right, Kai. And just we need to kind of hang in there, don't we? And just kind of, you know, we still got players coming from injury and we all know that. But, you know, it, it just kind of stick at it and hopefully come out this week with positive results to back it up and, you know, we can get more kind of in dreamland about the idea of getting the playoffs. Well, um,
4: Go on, Mickey.
1: Well we've got three games, four games before international break. I
4: think it's four. Four in twelve games, isn't
1: it? Yeah, something like that.
4: Yeah, I think um no, but Blackburn, they've I believe I saw something Early, they've only scored five goals since the turn of the year. Yep. Um, so it's you know it's a good chance for us to go there, you know, <laughs> stay defensively resolute and and go for, you know, try and get a couple of goals. And I've Cadra's out, I think, tomorrow, isn't he? Um and one of their defenders is also out. Obviously, Ben Bureton's out. Uh, Sam Gallagher, I think, is probably going to be their left threat, isn't he? The, the big striker. Um, you know, with Tyree Stolen, he was a very handy player against Fulham um, on what was it Saturday? So yeah, it's going to be a tough game, but hopefully we can we can come out of it, come out of it. Victorious. You took the stat
3: out of my um out of my nugget there because I was going to say one goal in their last five, three in their last ten, and um, only one win in their last five games as well, which. Considering the high they're on before Christmas, and obviously since that was that seven nil defeat against Blackburn, uh, Fulham at home, they kind of turned it around. Did they, Mickey, and they were kind of aiming for the sky? And everyone was talking about them at the time, uh, but they've definitely fallen from grace a little bit. And it's, hopefully, it's a good time to play them tomorrow and with a tail between their legs a little bit. We can take advantage of it.
1: Yeah, and hopefully the the players have still got something in them from the other game from the game that was called off a few weeks ago, and, and puts that in the front of their mind and just goes out there and and does a job and just make sure that, you know, we bring the points home. Um, and I think it's highly possible. I, I, I don't think it's unachievable. I think, you know, at the moment, belief, confidence. I mean, just look at look at Kai with confidence, mate. Over the last six months, his confidence has gone from fucking zero to hero. Um, and, you know, I just think a little bit of confidence is, is massive amounts of, you know, Power and, and knowledge within people. So yeah, they they're. they're I, I, I think they're going to win tomorrow, and I'm going to go for two one. And I, and I am tempted to uh, to potentially put a bet on for uh, Juicy Jake to score again.
3: Well, I would take it two one. Um, I guess Kai is just going to be more of the same, isn't it? I think I do think it's a big ask. I, I, I know what rights like, and the answer is same team as last week same team as last game, you've won the last five, just keep trying it out, go with the same team. But I wouldn't be opposed to maybe a couple of changes just to freshen things up a little bit. Um, I'm thinking maybe, you know, phobie might step out and oh, oh, that means Evans might have to come in. But or even if Bennett might be available, I don't know if you know Kai sure, how yeah. far away he
4: is. No, Bennett's Bennett should be Saturday, apparently. Right. Okay. So
3: then maybe it might be the same team as in then. I don't, what are you expecting to, uh, with the team
4: news then for the, going into the game? I mean, I don't mind. I mean, don't mind. I'd love to see a phobie start obviously. I'd love to see the same same team. Um, but if a phobia does drop out, <laughs> I, don't, I know. I think the three man midfield worked towards the end of the game um, against Reading. But I think it's important to go for it and capitalise on, on on how how we've been. Put, you know, have confidence and stuff. And I think if you are going to take a phobia out because you can't, maybe you know he's he's you know want to bring on a substitute. I, I'd be I'd be very keen to see either. I you know Zach Lovelace is probably. You know he's only sixteen, isn't he? But I'd be keen to see either him or, or Briscoe start if we were if we if we were going to take a fight. But I'd be keen to see the same sort of formation. That's what I'm trying to say. So we'd have to bring them, one of them to on. That's what stopped me from saying
3: it just then when I got to say same team because again it is a big ask spring Love place in. But then maybe it's not. I mean, every time I've seen him come on, like it does look like an absolute unit for his age. He's sixteen years old, but he's built like a shit house, and it's exciting times. And obviously the team's performing well, Mickey and. Obviously, you don't want to disrupt the flow of the team. And like I said, the the old analogy in football is same team as last week if you win. And that should be the case. But if you've won five games on the spin, maybe it's not a bad time to bring a 16-year-old in and let him unleash and see what happens. I mean, it could sink or swim. It, could, it might, you know, might not make the best of him. But they always say also a good time to bring your youth players in is when you're performing well. And maybe it's a good time to bring him in. I don't, I don't know. I'm guessing this out
1: yeah and also it'd be a test to see about route whether or not Rowan's actually got any faith in the youngsters and bringing them in playing them more than five minutes and ten minutes. um, I would give Zach a good you know forty fifty minutes, maybe maybe sixty minutes and see how he gets on do you know what I mean maybe bring him on definitely for the second half um and see what he's got'cause he's he's got pace and you start putting pace in that team we can do we can do special things. Um I- I'm looking forward to when Burke comes back because I think he's got some
4: fucking stupid speed. He would have been good against reading on the counter, wouldn't he? Mm. I was gonna say that. Do
3: we have an injury update, Kai? Do you know like what the latest is on most the okay. players? I know I think initially it was Bennett should be back soon, Hutch is only two to three weeks, then after that it should be Burke, then Leonard, then Freeman, then Ojo. I think Ojo posted today that he's doing outside training at Camelot Road on his Instagram, so he must not be far away either. I'm not sure if you know him
4: for a I fact. Think, I think Keith's first, mm-hmm. um, and I think I think it's Ojo after that, and then Burke's after the inter- Well, Bennett's obviously first, and then it's well, actually probably Hutch then. I think it's Hutch and Keith about the same sort of time. Ojo, I think, after that, Burke is one week. I think straight after the international break. I think think it's. I can't remember which order it is, but then it's one week after that for the other the other ones.
3: Um, but then if you if you, like we said, you know, four games between now and the international break could get into April, the start of April when we come back against Luton away. You could have four or five new players in the squad and then it is like a kind of final shootout to the rest of the season. And who knows where you're going to be at that rate, Kai?
4: Yeah, definitely. And we could even you know, dare to dream and we, we pick up some good results in these next couple of games that are crucial because you take points off the teams around you, you know, ultimately you're going to be you're going to be there or thereabouts. Probably, you know, if we can win Blackburn, obviously it's me being very um, sort of, uh, optimistic. If we can beat, you know, uh, Blackburn, Borough and Huddersfield, we'll be, no doubt, we'll be in the playoffs.
3: Ooh, I like it. Um, what is um, your prediction then, Kai, for tonight's game against Blackburn?
4: Uh, I'm gonna go two 0 Wow! Goal scorers, Jed, and let's go for Coops. Love it, love it.
3: I think uh, uh, what would it be uh, Cooper's fourth in four games because I think Jed done the three and three two yeah. earlier in the I, was, I was trying to That's work cool.
4: out. I've just tweeted out two two. I'm thinking, where's he got the third one from? <laughs> and I clocked his first time goal. He's been because we up. witnessed
3: him put the ball in his own net against Derby, didn't he? So, but um, two 0 And what was yours, uh, Mickey? Did you give your prediction already? Two one. You
4: said, yeah.
3: I'm going to sit on the fence. Gone. It worked well for me the last few games. I think Mill's going to draw 1-1. I think we're going to score early and then Blackburn will come back into the game in the second half and we'll draw 1-0. And I'll take that. And obviously going into Middlesbrough, going into Huddersfield, going into Stoke before the international break. How many points, Kai, are we going to get from our next four games before the international break? There's one for you.
4: See, See, the thing is, is that five games ago, if I said 12, it would sound ridiculous. But now it doesn't sound so ridiculous.
3: So Moore's gonna to get to the international ground no, having one no, nine no, games no, on the bounce, yeah? I'm not gonna go twelve, I'm
4: gonna go I'm gonna go
3: nine. <laughs> Where's I'm the one head. loss gonna be then? Come on. So you've got Blackburn away, Middlesbrough at home, Huddersfield at home, and Stoke away. Where's the loss gonna be in that, in that run? Not a bad feeling, it might be against Stoke. Right it's just
4: a bit of a not really a happy hunting ground for us, is it? I mean we won last year, but it always seem to either you know get a we we have to get like a point or something like that, and we don't, you know, it's always difficult against Stoke because both, you know, they're quite a... I mean, it's just quite a boring place, isn't it?
3: Mickey, same question to you, mate. How many points are we going to get from our next four? Eight. Okay. So, unbeaten still, though?
1: Yeah. All right. I think I'm it'll be buy. Stoke. And I think Stoke and Huddersfield will be draws. And, um, and we'll win the next two.
3: Well,
6: are we gonna
3: make I'm going to say seven from 12. Okay. We're going to get two wins, one draw and one defeat. And we're still going to be in the picture that way. I think yeah. that's it. Just get to the final eight games of the season, see where we're at and maybe, just maybe, be in the right time, right place and see what happens. And maybe when we get to Bournemouth in the summer, Kai, you won't necessarily be um, doing that uh, forfeit you kind of put out for us
4: initially at the start of the season. Absolutely. I keep thinking about that. Every time we win, every time I look at the playoffs, obviously I want to make, make the premiership, but I'm thinking about, saving my uh, little dip it. Bournemouth so I'm, I'm So what
1: was your forfeit you? if you make the playoffs you don't have to go swimming
4: Yeah it's just you don't have to go swimming mm. Yeah I mean Omar you got out of it with the skin of your teeth with Bod and you know Bod yeah. scored that three goals since as well
3: I saw that he scored on the weekend as well I think in the closing yeah. stage of yeah. the game they beat Gilliam 3-0 didn't they and he scored yeah. so good luck okay. to him
4: I'm... Sorry mate I was going no, like, go to say give, give a quick shout out before we obviously have, we'll give a quick shout out to someone and I'm doing the. I'm listening to Cooper on Saturday after the match. He's talking in the in the post match stuff, post match presser. He's literally right in front of me, and I'm looking. I'm sort of looking what to tweet and stuff, and I go onto my tweet, onto my notifications, and there's a Millwall fan that's put their name as Jake Cooper.
2: Hmm.
4: So I'm looking at it and going, thinking, "How's Cooper just like my post?" And he's sitting there. I was I was amazed. I could not work it out. Go onto his profile and go. No, it's a different person. It, it took me ages to work it out though thinking to myself, look, has he got his phone somewhere or something? I kept looking over. <laughs> I'm weirdo.
3: You're showing your naivety, mate. I like it. I yeah. think I've seen that Jake Cooper account I don't know if it's necessarily their name is Jake Cooper, but I know there's a picture of him as well, isn't there? Yeah, right? so yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's it is Jake bit. Cooper. It's a person called Jake Cooper and he's a big fan of Jake Cooper because of his namesake or maybe he's
1: just obsessed with him. Who knows? Um, Mickey, a... is
3: there anything else you want to put on? Yeah, I've got, two, I've got go a couple out? of
1: questions for you boys. There was something in the sun yesterday, which I sort of I sort of heard about a while back, but to be fair, I didn't think, I didn't really put any kudos to it because I didn't think Millwall would really let him go, to be fair. But I don't know. But in the sun yesterday, it's got Millwall's Irish right back, Danny Mac. Danny Mac McNamara Namara has um, caught Scott Parker's Bournemouth side, uh, caught the attention of Scott Parker. Um, but the Lions are sure to want a decent offer for the 23-year-old who still has a year left on his deal. If he's still got a year left on his deal, why are we sorting him out on a long-term contract?
2: Because that
1: is Millwall. Why the fuck would he want to leave? And also, why are we letting players get down to a year left on contract?
2: You mm-hmm. know, especially
1: players like Dan. Why? Why are we dragging it down? But my question to you is, you know, I, I, I've I've got some sources to that, and and it is, I, I'm hearing that it is pretty true that he hasn't been. Um, made an offer and uh, um, Bournemouth come in with two offers, what was refused, two good offers to a degree, what were refused. But my question to you, both, if Ryan Leonard comes back fit, there is rumour that even though he's he's a a centre-back, he's going to be playing a right-back. When he's Ryan's
3: midfielder, he's not a centre-back.
1: Yeah, but but allegedly, Ryan's going to be coming in a right-back. Do you think that Danny will do you think that Gary will drop Danny to play Leonard by out of position?
3: Well, whilst the team's winning, no, but obviously, we've sort of started the season that he fancied Ryan Leonard right back, which I don't agree with, but he's done a job there. As for the contract scenario, I, I, I don't know what to believe with that one. Um,
4: it's not October, say... by the way, yeah. It says here, it says here that he's, I mean, he signed a contract a new contract on the 8th of February, 2021. And it says he's just signed a new long-term contract. the then, I mean, surely long-term is more than two years. I mean,
1: mm. I know. I mean who knows? is two years. Because so, yeah. also, like, I, can, year.
2: I can
3: see why he's getting interest because, they, you know, obviously he's played X amount of games at this level now. He's still a good age to develop and kind of come on at leaps and bounds. And he is playing really well. And the last five games has seen a lot of standout players. And I thought Savile was phenomenal on Saturday, by the way, which we didn't kind of talk about. But yeah. also, you know, Danny Mac has been one of the standout players as well on this team on the right side. And I don't know. I, I'm not convinced. I don't, I'm not sure does right fancy him. He didn't start the season. You know, he dropped him after first couple of games and put Leonard there. So it wouldn't surprise me if he's hoping that Leonard could come back That's in a play saying. position. But also because there's no competition for Danny Mac as it stands right now. So you want that competition for places. So I'm not sure. I'm not, I, don't, I don't know what Kai reckons. But we don't
1: have... Do we, do we have uh, on... Yeah, Ryan Leonard's fit tomorrow. Do we have a player playing in his official position of quality like Ryan Leonard?
3: Well, no, because if we're winning and we're playing, you don't bring Leonard in, dear. But I know but what that's you're what I'm saying.
1: If we're winning, say Ryan Leonard tomorrow is fit, will Gary Rowett drop Danny and put him in? No,
4: would no. you? I mean, that
3: and if he oh, did, I'd question why.
4: <laughs> yeah, that would be that. I think that would be a big mistake if he did that. Yeah, you
1: said you good. you said earlier that at the
4: press conference
1: earlier on in the season, he said he's chosen he's chosen player in that position is yeah. Ryan Leonard. He did say over that, Danny, yeah. over Danny.
4: Yeah. No, he did say that. He said, well, you know, when Leonard got injured and uh, Danny came in, I think it was against Bournemouth, three's for first game in quite a while. Someone asked him if if. Uh, if Danny, if Ryan Leonard was fit, would Ryan Leonard have started at right back tonight? And Gary Rowett said, "If I'm being honest, yes, he would have done." Um, but obviously, I think obviously that was quite a while ago now. And I'm thinking, well, you know, in the time that Danny's been at right back, surely he's given Rowett enough reason to persuade him that you know he's he's a very good right back. I only if I'm if I'm thinking, it. I mean, if if that is his plan, that's yeah, it's a bit it's out of the blue, isn't it? Who knows. Yeah.
1: I mean, look, it's only only a question to you boys, mate. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day and everyone, you know, I forget that there's people listening, but, you know, let me know what your comments are on there. But to me, Danny makes a Millwall boy. Millwall through and through. Um, He's getting games constantly in and out. um, And while he's enjoying his football and he's playing for the team he loves, surely it makes sense to give him a fucking contract, doesn't it? Let him play even better. And then a few years down the line, sell him off. He's still young enough to be sold off, isn't he? But also
3: with the contract situation, we don't know how much influence it is. So obviously, there's uncertainty around who is going to be the head of recruitment and football operations, so to speak. And obviously, Harvey Russell's now left, and then oh, obviously yeah, you know, Aldo's me. come in. So, like Aldo, maybe Aldo the, with maybe the club Aldi the option. Yeah, maybe the club wait to kind of wait till Aldo was in to reassess what they want to do with contracts. I mean, I think as you said, it's it's and this is classic me all, I think you know Danny Matts played what twenty odd games in the championship this season. The fact that he's not got if he's got one year left on his contract, that would be an alarm bell for me to say give him a new deal now, especially with all the interest he is getting. So, yeah, you, who knows? Is my answer to that. Um, and I'm sure, hopefully, we get a new contract sorted for him soon. No, that's it.
1: And the only other thing, obviously, I missed the last show when we were talking about Aldo, I think the jury's going to be out in Aldo for a couple of years. Um, and I wish him the best of luck. You know, hopefully that the director of football we've been calling out for does work. But personally, I think we've, we've gone as we always do. We've gone the cheap option.
3: Is it a cheap option or is it a sensible option because it's someone that knows the club and how I think it's option? probably
1: both. I think it's a cheap option, but on, the, on, you know, if you play devil's advocate to a degree, he knows the club, he knows the people. He knows what you know, what fans want, etc. So, as I said, I don't think we're going to be able to judge him on six months. I think we're going to probably look at a two, three, four year, you know, um, distance to see exactly what he's done and where we are in, in that time span. But look, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, we've just got to try and support and hope that he does the best he can for for the club, um, and we get a, you know a benefit out of it uh, and. Now that we're scouting, not just in, in the UK, then maybe it brings some people in. Um, but, yeah, and the only other thing is um, we're just working through something at the moment, but then we'll uh, announce a partnership deal we've got probably over the, over the next show or the show after. Um, but, yeah, we're just trying to get our heads around what's going on with it. And then uh, it's all done and dusted, but we need to just look at the uh, the analytical side of it so that we can become football agents ourselves, I suppose, or or head of recruitment, shall we say. Um, and then we we share what's what. So, yeah.
3: On the other fact I do find interesting is he's doing joint role. I just think they've opened the door there to future potential of uh, ex-player, maybe, to come back into another role so- side by side with him. Because, obviously, he's head of recruitment and he's director of recruitment and football operations. I think you've opened the door there in the future if we want to expand it more. Like, what? imagine, I think Tim Cahill's an advisory role in a club in the Middle East somewhere. I imagine you've got head of recruitment, Aldo, or director of recruitment, Aldo, and then director of football operations, you get someone like Cahill back in. He's not, I don't think he's intending to do management just yet. But oh, no. but not necessarily Cahill, but it could be another ex-footballer. Alex Raids, for example, back at, yeah. in the game with, with um, Reading, for example. But I just wondered whether or not you could open the door to an, an ex-footballer who's obviously gone to have a higher profile after leaving Millwall. Um, or even a, another footballer who's not even related to the club, but can come in and have contacts elsewhere in the game, um, and maybe try to lead some leads on try and sign some players. So I don't know, it's just interesting. Yeah, no, I think I agree. I'm definitely for the move from the club, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm more just talking pure speculation and what I think there. By the way, nothing hearsay. Uh, but it's just interesting times, and it'll be interesting to see what happens, I suppose, over the next couple of years. And I agree with you, Mickey. You can't judge him now. However, that said. Summer window is important that we see some significant progress to what they want to do as a club in the future. I suppose.
1: No,
4: that's it. Completely, completely agree. So yeah,
3: I think we'll wrap up there. Kai, thanks for coming on today, mate, and make sure you unmute your mic when you say thanks, mate.
4: Cheers, guys. Um, we'll, all go, we'll go. We'll go for a show where no one messes up. I was me today. Um So yeah, hopefully we. Do I mean. Some...
3: I didn't put him up on it, uh, but Mickey was vaping at the start when the alley's uh, mic unmuted for that. So it makes me feel happy. You know, both of you, as always, are here to cock up as we go along. So cheers, Mickey, as always, mate, for being my co-host, as always.
1: Thanks, mate. And, um, yeah, thanks for being the fucking, the, the moaning mother of the fucking show, eh?
3: Someone's got to keep us in line, you know, and one day we will have a perfect show. Do you know what the so... most depressing,
1: do you know what the most depressing thought is? That Tell actually, me. physically, within our age group, that i could actually be both your fucking dads and that is the depressing era um to add this on you know i'm 46 47 this year Omar's fucking 20 years younger than me and fucking kai's 18 only 18 so yeah technically um i could but i could be both your dads. so yeah just think mate um how fucked your life would be then? Now I'm joking.
3: Um, that does explain your senile nature as well. You know, forgetting to, be sat, to your I know. Oh, <laughs> so you know, if anyone ever needs an explanation, sometimes we've got different contrasts contrasting ages. I'm clearly one at the optimum age right now. Kai still hung over from yesterday, and I'm still <laughs> just ploughing along that way. Do you know what I mean? So it's all good. Yeah. So, but yeah, anyway, guys, thanks for coming on as always, and thanks to you guys for listening and watching on YouTube. If you're new around here, be sure to subscribe and check out our socials at that Mill Pods. We'll be back probably on Thursday, maybe Friday, to recap, hopefully, another three points from Millwall and get excited about the weekend's game. So, cheers, guys, and see you soon.
5: Oi, Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real with you for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. Nobody is going to push you out of bed to work out. Nobody is going to make you eat better. But here's the thing. Nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. Two and a half million people, each doing the Beachbody program that fits our own goals. Over 80 to choose from, some that take just 20 minutes a day. Nutrition plans that teach you how to eat healthy and still enjoy food. What we all have in common is we know it's not easy, so we help each other. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that your worth it. That's why I'm inviting you to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great
0: message
2: hey man it's devin you know from that time you accidentally emailed me because you thought i was a different devin oh and your email signature said confidential if you
0: receive
1: this in error please delete <laughs> that's so you anyway i heard you bought a boat when are we setting in captain <laughs>
0: when you get a boat you also get new friends make sure progressives one of them and get coverage today for as little as a hundred dollars a year Oh, Anna, no, you did not
2: receive this message in error.
0: <laughs> Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states.
2: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi.